Uh-huh. Hello, can you hear us? I can hear you. Period and period. We just got to wait on Amber to come on with the come on. Wow, you came here before Amber. Wow. <laughs> I was like, am I doing it right? <laughs> no, quite literally. I'm just like, whoa, you got in here with a quickness. Like, last time it took us about a minute. There we go. I don't know what it is that you've done to me. And that's caused me to act in such a crazy <laughs> way. <laughs> Whatever it is that you do, that you do, and you do to me. <laughs> is a feeling I want to change. Because my heart starts, starts beating, beating triple, triple time, time with thoughts of loving you, you on my on mind. My mind. I can't figure, I can't figure out, out just what, what to, do. to do in the cause you. Come on, Taj and Lily, come in. All right. <laughs> I get so weak, weak in the knees. knees. I, I can hardly speak. speak. I, I lose all lose control. control. And something, something takes over me. me. In a days yeah. and it's so amazing. Amazing. Babe, I want you to stay with me by my side. I swallow, I swallow my pride. Your love is so sweet. It knocks me right off my feet. Can't explain why your love it makes me. There's a reason SWV only went but so far in the nineties. They're like harmonizing. It's really important in groups. We all you know what sound good together. I feel like SWV. There are certain groups, you know. I don't understand. Um, what's Candy's group? Escape. Escape. I don't understand Escape because they sound horrendous on their own, but together. Together now, it works. Studio magic. I don't know. Honestly, what... Candy is the worst out of them. Like, I feel like all of them are actual like singers, but Candy kind of like Keith sweats it. If that makes sense, it does. Yeah, it, you know, <laughs> it does. <laughs> like, I don't know how to put it, but I feel like Candy, Keith Sweat, and T Boz from TLC all have that same vocal range. That's not really singing, but it's a pleasant sound to hear. <laughs> you know, it's. I liken it to Janae Aiko's middle C. <laughs> it just sits right there. It's pleasant to listen to. It, you know, it just it, it it's it's vibey if that makes sense. It gives what it's supposed to give. Now, Janae Aiko's that album did not deserve an album of the year nom like mm-hmm. at all. I don't know what where that came from, but they were running cute. out of black people. Well, no, ooh, well, I can't even say that really. <laughs> Wait, never mind. Never mind. Black? Never mind. No, he? she took it back. She took it back. She's like. <laughs> Racially ambiguous. <laughs> you said ambiguous. I listen. Oh the my biracials are out here today. She went, oh my she goodness. actually took a test. She took a test and it determined that she was not majority black. So she stopped using the M-word in all of her art. Oh my gosh. <laughs> how do you just walk? Like, how do you just she like made life? a statement? Because you know, like out there, that it's kind of just like they go with it. If you look in like, California, enough, they do anything out there. You know, that's Blaze. They really do. They be having Asian people saying the N word. I'm like, what you what you need this word for? 
So her, she pro- they probably just assumed that she was good. Now, Kalani, I did see pictures of her father. That I think she is black, you know? I'm not even going, you know? Child. That's a it. slippery slope. It is a slippery slope we're going down now. I'm just like, can I still listen to Niggas by Kalani? Does it mm-hmm. still work? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Mm. Well, well, let's introduce ourselves. We're the power of three. I know y'all hear a new voice today. Ooh. Ooh. Antonio is on vacation. Um, they'll be back next week, of course. But we have a special guest co-host, Trey. Mm. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Whoop, 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 whoop. We need like this needs to be like Queen. We, we once we get the budget. There'll be like bombs going off and applause <laughs> and all of that good stuff. But we'll get there one day. But go ahead, introduce yourself, give your tag, give your name, where you're from, a fun fact. It's icebreaker time. Ooh, Ooh okay. and your zodiac. In your zodiac, yes. And this going to get me dragged, but I'll give it anyway. Um, hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> My name is Trey. Um, I'm from Chicago. Um, moving okay. to the DMV the very soon, you know. Per- um, my tags, everything, all of my social media is under the same tag because I'm obsessive like that. Um, you can find me everywhere. <laughs> That's that cat moon. You it's can find me easy. on Instagram and on Twitter at Trey Bracy. Um, and then what's a fun fact about me? What's something that people wouldn't necessarily know unless they like like know me like that? Mm. Um, I was captain of a step team for like, <laughs> okay. four years, and I'm also a national champion. So, um. That's something oh, that very few people are national about me, champion. But, you know, when asked, I will I will <laughs> let you know. Um and then my sun sign. Um I don't know if it it's clear or not yet, just from me talking a little bit that I have been, but I'm a Gemini. Um <laughs> that <laughs> that definitely jumps out. That's one thing that people seem to like get from me very clearly. But yeah, um, thank you so much for having me on today. I'm excited to be here. You know, that works. That works because you said you were a Cap Moon. Me and Amber are Capricorns. You said you are a Gemini Sun. I'm a Gemini Rising. The chemistry I'll do the bitch. I think something's happening here. Okay? I like it. I like this. But Amber, go ahead, introduce yourself. Let the people know who you are. Hi, everyone. My name is Amber, also known as B Pimpin. That's where you can send me money or follow me on Twitter. Um, again, that's B as in the insect, because as I tell you all every week, but for some odd reason, someone always loves to say it. It's not um, the letter because that would be stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> Drag, you've been dragging this person for maybe 20 episodes straight. <laughs> Because it's just like that is so aesthetically, it's just not cute. Like the letter B pimping, that's pimpin'. just not. I hope they're still listening, and I hope they they because they didn't follow me, and nor oh. did they send me money. So, oh. I mean, you know, well, B pimping, it would be a cute rap name. And would you know? Actually, I got some catfish. You remember um the little uh dom that um catfish girl saying she was bow wow, but her real name was oh, B pimping. Oh my goodness, yes. Wow. Catfish, those first two or three seasons were literally <laughs> first three oh seasons God. were gone. Oh my gosh, I actually have a catfish story, but let me um introduce myself. I'm Wyatt. Wyatt has spoken on all social media. I'm that bitch. Like, I'm trying to become a media maven, so go ahead and follow me. Period. 
Um, but back to Catfish. Y'all remember that episode of Catfish when Neve threw um the person's cell phone in the um river? Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. So basically, I'm just chilling. And I'm with my ex-friend. And they're like, oh, I met this famous person at Six Flags. Boop, boop, bop. They say they're a rapper. And X, Y, and Z, they're in this black... um. They're in this black truck, you know, like the blacked out truck that you got to rent out. It costs a few thousand dollars to do that for a week. Mm-hmm. You have one of those trucks. So I'm hanging out with this person that my friend says, oh, X, Y, and Z, this is my friend. Boop, boop, bop. And I'm like, okay. Okay. This is weird. Like, I'm like, who are they? I looked up their rap name. I'm just like, it doesn't seem... Something seems weird, and I could, I could, this could be the killer, you know? Like, this could really be the killer. So, we go on Google, and my sister is the one who peeped it. It was the, um, and that was the dude who got his um, phone thrown into the river from Catfish. We were hanging out with that dude, and he was literally saying, I don't know who kept giving this man, I, that was my, that was my question for the entire weekend. Who keeps giving this man clearance? Because quite <laughs> literally, he was renting out hotels. He was renting out cars. He was renting out studio space, getting booked for deals. I'm like, he got booked for an event at Six Flags. And quite literally, I do my Google search. He was in threats to the White House. He has catfished Alicia Keys and was at an event with her. And I'm just like, Jesus. But yes, that was my my one time I hung out with somebody from Catfish and I didn't even know it. You mean he was at an event like with Alicia Keys or with her, the artist her? No, she was like, he was with like at an event with the artist Alicia Keys. Oh, okay. And I'm just like, who keeps giving this man clearance over and over and over again? Like, oh my goodness. But sorry for that long-winded story, but it was very relevant. It was crazy. (laughs) People really are wild. Like, honestly, Twitter has been jumping these past few days with just stupidity. And I'm I'm kind of exhausted, but I'm here for the mess. I took a break from Twitter this weekend. Twitter, everyone's upset. And I'm just like, has everyone been upset on, like, your... TL as well, Trey. I'm just... I can't do it. Honestly, like I get on there, <laughs> I get on there for jokes and like occasional discourse and anything heavier than that, I check the hell out because I'm I'm exhausted just by living. And like everyone is always like mad about something at this point. I don't know if I need to do like a timeline refresher and like follow some new people and get rid of some other ones or what. But like the energy is just always so negative. It's yeah. very negative. It's very, you know, the problem with my TL is I'm the nice one on the TL. So I follow everyone and everyone is like, it's like everyone's going at each other. And I'm just like, my goodness. Oh, I, I, can we have a red table? T- can we host the red table talk here? Yeah. <laughs> it's like necessary that at this point. I would like to be the willow. I just want to hmm and ah. <laughs> I want to be. I want to be, wait, what's, um, what's Jada Pinkett's mother name? Gammy. Yes, I want to be her, because she's, she gives the wisdom, and then Antonio could be Jada. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jada just be saying anything sometimes, she's like, all right. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Twitter's been a lot. Um, 
it must something has to be in like retrograde because honestly, pop culture, the news. Did y'all did y'all watch Pose? The other night, oh, I did not. I recorded um, it. It is sitting on my DVR. I'm probably gonna watch after this. Um. So did y'all hear? Um, I Jen- have. Yes. 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 It's a um, lot to get into right there. Yeah. Like. No, I I want to. Now, okay. Some of our co-stars are saying it was impassioned speech. Others were saying it was a nervous breakdown. I don't know what it was. So here's my question, because I'm not super well versed in the world of Pose, but I try to keep up with things. I have a lot of question marks because I feel like a lot of things have come out at least, at least within like the last year or so yeah. where um, Pose has kind of been doing people boosy in general. Um, just the fact that Billy Porter is the face of the show rather than some of the other stars given their roles in the world that they're creating it's kind of ra- made me raise my eyebrows a little bit because you would think, you know, the trans woman would be at the face of the show, especially when you have a trans woman at the face behind the show, but she's not really a face because she's not being paid adequately, but, you know, it's a, it's a lot to take in. You know, Ryan Murphy's going to hell. Let's start there. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Um, but also, I gotta, I gotta check Janet. I do have to check Janet. Because one, okay, one thing with me, I don't believe one, I don't think that's appropriate for you to be dating your subordinate. I don't think that's appropriate. No. They're much younger. They're um they're your subordinate. You're the boss. Like that's like me going and fucking my CEO. Like that's not that's not, I don't think that's appropriate at all. And two, going off on that speech and saying that I cheated, you need to take me back X Y and Z. I have a problem with that because I find that abusive. I I agree. I think that that was abusive. I think that her one disclosing their business like that publicly, like and without like Angel, I believe that's his name. Yeah, Angel's like prior knowledge. Um, I think that that was fucked up. And to like also then demand that that person like take you back after you slept with another like cast member, a cast crew member. And that's my thing. That is that's that okay. Yeah, that's a problem. You're sleeping with crew and cast, and it's messy. Like, all right. Like, uh uh-uh. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, and even with the, okay, are we communists or are we not communists? Let's discuss. (laughs) Because my thing is, if I'm making $40,000, do you know what I can do with 40? How many episodes are there on a post season? About eight, nine episodes? Do you know what I could do with about half a million dollars right now? I could quit my job. Okay. Well. Which is a very fair I don't have statement. to work. But the capitalist in me... The <laughs> no, money, quite literally. When the capitalism creeps up just a little bit, you know? Just a little bit. bit. Just a like, little think bit. Think about oh, how much God. money Ryan Murphy makes just throwing his name on things. like, And that's why Ryan Murphy's going to hell. Like, he doesn't have to contribute creatively to this project in any capacity. His name is just on there. Think of that. Think of American Horror Story. Think of the money he's still probably rolling in from Glee soundtracks. 
and no, you're telling me the, the most you can break off one of the head consultants and producers on your show is 40 bands an episode that's literally what honestly there are people that probably do hell's kitchen like the judges on there they probably mm. get more than that and not to show them hell's kitchen but yeah I, I feel like I feel like he did that knowing that like he was like exploiting them with the intention of shopping their show if he got and only if he got that big of a cut. And like I think that that's fucked up. But I also think that like yeah, I I don't see like a show like that getting picked up on primetime television like on a major network if not for his his stamp being put on it. And mm. like that's not to say that like I'm giving him credit for what the show is. I am saying that I think that that's why the money looks like what it does right now. Um, mm. Fair. He makes it like acceptable for the major networks and stuff like that. But that's also why he's going to hell. Because it's just like you could break, you personally could break off something a little bit better. But With the also, gasoline jacket. No, literally. And I'm just like, but also, I'm just like, do I want to like indulge in this whole. Like what? What? What's an appropriate amount? Like when we get into these conversations, like I don't know, the communism starts taking over. I'm just like, okay, how much is an appropriate amount of money for you an episode? Then, you know, like how much is an how much would be appropriate for Ryan Murphy an episode? How much would be appropriate for Janet Mock an episode? What is an appropriate wage for these actors that are still making millions and millions upon dollars on the projects that they are working on? I want to know the series gross. I want to know Very what they're taking in. Um, and I can't really say like what I think is like enough based on people's contributions until I see what they actually raked in after like what two seasons opening up a third. Um, they got, and it had to be like substantial because they got really quick. They really quickly announced like a second season, like pretty much after the first was over. And that they were like really worried about that at first. So they must have taken in a good amount like for that to be renewed as quickly as it was. So it's a cash cow. People mm-hmm. are people are invested in it. And I think that like calls for redistribution are worthy. But like also like, okay, like <laughs> you just gonna fight over becoming millionaires, all of you. Like, at, at, like that's the where that I'm telling. at. I'm like, are we just gonna argue into, into, over being millionaires? I'm like, okay, well, maybe that see, that's why I don't get into t- this argument out of my tax bracket. That's the problem. Let me let me stay. I'm like, let me stay in my tax bracket. Let me stay in my little forty two thousand dollars a year. Let me stay in my Nissan. Let me stay. Let me stay in my. Let me stay in a wet one bedroom, child. This is this is too high out of my tax bracket. I can't afford it, child. I mean, I guess my that. biggest. I'm sorry. My ahead, gripe is. I'm sorry. The, my gripe is just like a black woman just not getting what's owed to her. If we're like, if we're gonna play that game of we're getting X amount of dollars per episode. I feel like, you know what? Fuck it. If Ryan Murphy can be a douchebag and get his drag his nuts, why can't, you know, she do the same? But I also think, you know... Mm. But it'd be nice to know that Janet's getting what she's owed, especially given, like, you know, just the world of the show. Like... She's over here. Yeah. I definitely feel Dominique Jackson and MJ Rodriguez specifically need to be top billing. Those are stars. Those are stars, in my opinion. And I feel like they're the ones that really push this series to where it needs to be. You know? 
So I just I don't know. I adore MJ Rodriguez and I want her to have all the things solely based on being delivered. So, you know. Oh my gosh, could you imagine that playing slowly as the end credits roll in the last episode? <laughs> I missed it. No, quite literally. Oh my goodness. But, oh my gosh. Pose is such like, Pose is a good series. I'll say Pose is a really good series. Pose broke down doors. Pose put, Pose put the community on the map. Pose really it gave what it was supposed to gain. Just, I hate when the things that we do are marred with controversy. And because, you know, when white people, when there's controversy surrounding white projects, like, I don't know, the lead director raped someone, quite literally, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> they still go on with the premiere. They still put it, they still do stuff with it. They still go to all award seasons and stuff like that. But as soon as the black, I'm, I don't want Janet Mock to be blacklisted. That's what I don't want. Yes. Yes. I think that, like, in all of this, like, do I think that we can hold our sister in, like, really real, like, critique? Yes. Am I interested mm-hmm. in dogpiling right now? Absolutely not. Because I think yeah. the mm-hmm. cis people are going to do that anyway. They're, they have been doing it. It's not really my job to add on to the fire. I do think that like someone who is very clearly in the wrong should be able to like have that name. But I'm yeah. not interested in this contributing to like her not being able to like further create in the industry yeah. or being blocked from opportunities. I think that this is a teachable moment and like we all have those real life moments. She's just someone who is on such a worldwide stage that it gets blown up to this proportion. But yeah. that happens every day. I don't think that like she should be excluded now because of it. Because when I do think of Black women who have been blacklisted, you know, just for speaking up, for, like, not getting their just due, I think of Monique. Um, Mm -hmm. Oscar-winning Monique. Like, I don't know how many rooms Monique has to walk in and say, I'm literally an Oscar winner. Like, what do you want? What what more do you want? Like, what more do you literally want from me? How much was Netflix willing to give her? It was, like, literally... I want to say it was like fifty thousand. It was less than a hundred. Like it was a very small amount. Meanwhile, it's disrespectful. Amy Dumas, who <laughs> I don't know what she does because I've never seen like anything. Amy Dumas was wait. Is that her name? Amy Schumer. That's not that Schumer. woman's name. Schumer. Amy Schumer. What is her name? Schumer. Schumer. I think Schumer. it is. Schumer. Schumer. Amy Schumer. I've never seen anything funny she's been in. Well, you, she'd have to be funny. But I haven't seen anything she's been in at all. I'm not really interested. Um, but, like, they were opening up with a meal for her. Was that, is that right? Like, yeah. Lois offer was a meal. And then she um she actually, like, tried to get on them because they paid Chris Rock um X amount of millions. And they raised her price. And they gave it to her. Amy Schumer is not funny and does not deserve the ten million I think Netflix was going to give her, and I don't know why they keep giving Dave Chappelle stand-ups. 
because it's the same like, thing what? over and over and over again. We get it. Transphobia and 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 weird cis shit. Like we get it. And that's all it is. That's all it is. We get it. Every but, every stand up. We get it. We get it. He he has an army of people behind him who will like support every single release. Like they 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 treat him like he's some like like he who walked away from the industry, like he got blackballed. Um so every single thing that he puts out, people are ready to like put money up to see it. And like I, I agree. I think that is detestable. I don't think that you in there. And people will show me like segments from his like from his stand ups and say, like, what do you think about this? I'm like, I don't think anything about it. <laughs> what do I think of it? I don't think of it. I think it's the same shit. But you know, same shit from fifteen years ago. Nothing new, nothing changed, same old fucking shit. Like I don't like people confuse like just giving very shitty commentary on the world is they don't they don't realize that that's not comedy. And I feel like Dave Chappelle doesn't make jokes anymore. He just gets on a stage and just says whatever comes to mind. And because niggas tend to do that anyways, they just identify with it. Yeah, it's just way, nigga like, rants. And it's just like... This, like it's this like shit. white women like Amy Schumer, they think like vagina jokes and oh my gosh, semen in my hair. They think that's all comedy Ooh. is. So <laughs> that's just her brand as being a gross white girl. Like, unfortunately, the lady that does the voice of Louise from Bob's Burgers, yeah, her brand of humor is the same way. Like, she did a whole bit on just a taint and how funny that was. And it's just like, you have a weird voice and you can make dumbass jokes. Probably got 2.3 off of this special alone. Meanwhile, Monique, who's literally been carrying black female comedy on her back for god knows how long has to haggle and pretty much be blackballed to get a couple bones tossed at her grammy award nomination for best comedy album the academy award for best supporting actress um primetime emmy award nomination nikki parker nikki parker that's enough right there no quite literally (laughs) That wasn't, that's the thing about the Parkers. And like, I didn't realize that until I was like older. That wasn't even her show. No. <laughs> that wasn't her show. <laughs> that was quite literally um, Countess Vaughn's spinoff from the Parkers. I mean, um, from Monique. I mean, from Moesha. Girl, Moesha the, the fucking Moesha cinematic universe just be running through my head, Joe. But, um, yeah, Monique made that her show because she's funny as shit. She's the original queen of comedy. So, honestly, black I like women. these. No, literally, black women. But y'all know what? I'm not gonna hold y'all. Some black women do be tripping because Ooh. trying to get my fucking hair done has been an ordeal. Let's see. And um, okay, so the girls that do hair don't really be doing hair no more. Mm-hmm. and i'm fed up so i'm sure all of us have seen like the viral post where um stylists have extremely ridiculous policies coming with your hair completely pressed out before getting braids um, like... making sure you don't have any fresh trims if you do have a trim you might not be able to be seen um, making sure your edges are intact before coming um if you come and i'm still working on someone's head we might have to reschedule um there's just a lot of loaded um pseudo-entrepreneurial spirits going around right now. And um, it's making us look really bad. And I'm just, and I'm just like, if you if you can't do hair, just say that. I'm just like, no. not everybody... 
not everyone can do a few things. Not everyone can, okay? Not everyone can sing. Not everyone can do hair. Hair is an art style. Hair is, you have to know how to, you gotta know how to, if you say you can do hair, you need to be able to do all styles and types of hair. If you can only do the 3B girlies and get the mm-hmm. 3A girlies out the way, hello. And there it is. Hello. Like, I've never seen, you have to cut. My thing is just like, if you press your hair before getting braids, wouldn't the braid slip easier? They just want the money. They don't care about the hair anymore. It's, I just, I don't get it. Like, I've gone to, um, women like older and the girls know this the older african ladies will get you right um you'll probably watch a couple nollywood movies and you'll have your braids straight and last for probably four to six weeks for about 120 Mm dollars messing with these new girls that don't know how to respond to dms that are rude that um don't have licensure which is a huge concern i hate that don't do hair if you don't have low i i get okay i don't know if this is like classes or anything like that but, like, low-key, you shouldn't be, like, promoting yourself as a business doing hair if you don't have a license. Um, no. Like, I understand, like, doing, like, people in the community's hair on the side and stuff like that. You know, like, there's people always in the community, I'll do your hair for $120, I'll do your hair for this, I'll do your hair for that. That's cute. But if you're marketing yourself as a business... Like, this is, like, my bread-winning business. You need to go and get yourself a license so you can actually wash people's hair, okay? Take a class on, what is hair care? What is that called? What is that? Cosmetology. Cosmetology. Go to cosmetology school if you really want to do hair care. Apprentice under somebody. But just because you've been braided since you ate and you think that you can just, like, come in here and jurisdict that's why I locked my hair. It's just a little bit, it's just a little bit too much with hair nowadays. It's just like, I just lock my hair. That's it. I'll go see my loctician every three weeks. That's that on that. I think that it's mirroring like what we've seen in these viral, because there's been several like within like the past like six months mm-hmm. of stylists who like don't do hair but call themselves hairstylists. Yeah. I think it really mirrors like like the whole natural hair wave away from like embracing 4C towards yeah. just mm-hmm. like <sighs> curls for the sake of curls and like really loose curls, mm-hmm. um, really shiny curls. Um, I think that there's a greater conversation that needs to be had on like what hair health looks like among different types of black people. Cause I think that like right now that is very, very singular. Um, if people exactly. keep drenching their 4C hair in moisturizer, to make it look coily. Of course your hair is going to look coily and loose. You have it weighed down with three pounds of, of, of mousse. You have it weighed down with three, three pounds of moisturizer. Like, quite literally, we have to get out of this, like, what, is, what, what were the girls saying? What, what is the saying they were saying? Don't don't oil your hair. Oh my don't gosh, that? If you want to maintain a certain coil... If your hair isn't um, holding its curls. And it's like, do you all realize, like, 4C hair? Like, really think about that. I have dermatitis, one. If I don't oil my scalp, it'll fall off. Like. (laughs) There it is. Like, (laughs) I have to oil my scalp. 
And I have to wash my no, they were what were they saying? You need to wash your hair every two days. I was like, no. no. Are you crazy? I just it doesn't work. And I feel like, like Trey said, the idea of what is healthy hair needs to be emphasized over than what more than what is ideal or yeah. how to maintain a curl. Because the products that a lot of people are clinging to, all like Wyatt said, all they do is oversaturate. There really isn't any locking just, in of moisture, any it just insurance sits on your hair to make it look a certain way. I'm just like, release my, fa- l- release my people from the bonds of Shea Moisture. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. That is coming your way. The coconut hibiscus is the only thing I still use from them, and I like it because of how it bonds with my gels. But mm-hmm. I'm not like doing that every day. Like my twist out will last me like a good week and a half, two weeks. And then I'm yeah. like doing that in cycle with my wash days. I don't walk around with a dirty head and my strands are healthy. <laughs> Purr. Um, the other girls right. can't necessarily say that. And, well. um, <laughs> and that's another thing. Like when people ask like for hair advice, like how did you do this to you? I'm like, well, this works for me. I can tell you what works for me, but I cannot guarantee that it'll work for you. Cause like, even within my head, I have like different hair textures in different spots. Certain things respond better to different approaches. I can't tell you exactly how to get what I do for you without knowing like what your specific head looks like. And I think that like people treat it as like a one size fits all and there's no way that's going to work. No, not at all. And it's just like, yeah, exactly what you just said. One size does not fit all. You know, this whole thing in the DMV. Okay. Amber, you remember like back in high school, when everybody, like, when that first wave of, like, natural hair care hit the men and quite literally, like, everybody had curls at one point, and then we found out, like, two years later, everybody was just texturizing their hair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, Remember that? So, the amount of boys that did were that really texturizing Did that happen in Chicago, Trey? Oh, it absolutely did. They, like, were, there like, was, they were all texturizing their hair. I and then cut it off like, how are you? damaged. <laughs> No, that's the thing. I was like, so you fried your hair trying to look mixed, but like <laughs> at at the same time, like there was there was a dry hair wave, and then there was also like a, a natural hair wave. And the natural hair wave, like everyone smelled like Cantu, number one. No, literally, um, <laughs> like um, it it was sick. It was sick to watch. I had was... no idea what was happening. I was just like, okay, everybody like walking around the Jerry curl, but I don't no, know. literally a Jerry curl. And I'm like, your hair was not like I've been to school with you since like eighth grade. Like your hair is not usually that. It wasn't that loose back in it. What did happen? Oh, I just and put then... you know shea moisture and yeah. I just wet my hair every morning. You know, I just yeah. wet my hair in the morning <laughs> and yeah, just shake it and. You know, there were people in the DMV who made that, who made their curl patterns a, like, quite literally, that was their brand. And it was just like, you were using that S curl. That's all that was. You're a victim. You're a victim. <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I did use S curl once. I did do it. However, I don't know how they maintain that. Because the problem with my hair is I have 4C hair. So after two weeks, it's giving Brazil at top and it's giving African American at the bottom. It was not, it wasn't adding up. So I just was, let's just cut it off. Let's start over. Um, 
yeah, I don't know how that worked, but yeah, that S curl wave was just, you know, something else. The natural, I don't understand. What is natural hair at this point? Why has everything got to be a thing? <laughs> Does that make sense? Well, it started, it started as a way to like encourage people to embrace naturally appearing 4C. Like that was the, that was what the movement started at. Mm. It got co-opted. By the three B girls. By the three B girls. (laughs) And then became like a YouTube sensation in that regard. But like at first, it started as a way for like black people with 4C hair to embrace the beauty of it. And it started somewhere really like beautiful, but like it quickly became something else. The girls that were always praised. Because Loki Meg the Stallion on her, I'm on my health, my my hair care journey. My hair health. I'm like, if you've never broken a comb going through your scalp, <sighs> if you've never, if you've never picked out your hair and broke spokes in the pit going through your hair, if you've never, if you don't have combs just around the house, just like with just missing spokes, because you just crack through them because your hair is that thick. I don't want to hear about your natural hair care journey. But the Yara Shahidis have to let us know how difficult it was for them. <laughs> and Yara... how they smell like olive oil all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Not olive oil. Yeah, they really did used to be putting mayonnaise, olive oil, egg, and the whole breakfast in their hair, child. My thing is, like, I'm not going to feel bad for you because your white mama can do your hair. That no, is not, that's not my quell. My mama knows what twisty bows are. So, you know, boom. We're good on it's this not side. My fault. It is not my fault you grew up wearing your hair in a bun and nothing else. Oh, oh, oh. Well, well. Somebody said Yara Sahidi always um, never knows the assignment whenever she shows up to class. She's an <laughs> awful actress. <laughs> Beautiful gowns. Nice gowns. Like, did she really deactivate her Twitter over that? <laughs> Wait, did she really? Oh, did she really? Oh, I'm sorry. Aww. I feel bad now. I didn't mean to say. But I mean, no. Is... But you don't have to take these licks. I'm sorry. Like, if you are going to be a public figure, that's going to then like touch in on she conversations like that. Deactivate. Then you gonna have to take these licks. It's like it's the, the people that like have grown up having to deal with that and have grown up like having to become one okay and then like two embrace these teachers that you're talking about like your struggle with while you sit here with like conventionally attractive like acceptive ones you're gonna have to make space for people to not be okay with like how you have co-opted that conversation right you know what's interesting my brother like hates her as a person and i think it's the funniest thing like he's just like i just don't like that little light-skinned girl and i'm like why (laughs) And the one specific incident he gave me was, remember when Regina King hosted the BET Awards? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Regina Hall, I'm sorry. Regina Hall, yeah. And she did, like, a go-go um, intro with Homecoming. Yeah, I remember and that. And he was like, I don't like how she said that was an homage to Beyonce. I mean, yeah, it's Beyonce, but it's also DC, which is where she is from. I don't like Yara Shahidi. Well. Well. Well, you know. Well. She's Nas's cousin once removed. And a, a friend to Prince, which I think is crazy. A friend to Prince? Yeah, like, apparently, one of her parents is, like, his photographer or something like that. Like, Prince? You know who's also, who was also a friend of Prince, and I hear it in the music? Snow Allegra. Really? Yes, Where'd that was, go? 
Snow Allegra was um I think that was like one of Prince's proteges before like he passed. Yeah. So you know what's funny about that? There is a um recurring theme with Prince's proteges and artists, well, women he works with. And mm. I want you all to think about what that recurring theme is. Yes. Yes. Mm, yes. 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 Wait, are we thinking about it? Have you already thought about it? Wait, who has Prince worked with? Um, Sheila E, Apollonia, um, Snow Allegra. Let's see. She uh, uh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Apollonia. Okay, let's see. Okay. Who else is there? Okay, let's see. Uh, uh, oh. Uh. Oh, okay. Looks okay. Oh, Vanity, Vanity, you can look her up too. Okay. I see a certain it's a certain color. Yes. Yes. That was close to I get I think Prince is a very big narcissist. So he mentors people that look like him. <laughs> Does that make sense? Carmen Electra. What the hell did she um, do? Carmen Electra. What about yeah, they, her? They actually have a full list of like Prince Associates and like their roles to him. What does Carmen Electra do? Anywhere. I just thought she's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what does she do? <laughs> what is she? Um, she's a media personality. Okay. All right. Okay. Modeling. <laughs> <laughs> Modeling. <laughs> Well, wait, what were we talking about before Prince? I got sidetracked. Um, Yara Shahidi. You know, you know another actor that's beautiful gowns? Who? Michael B. Jordan. Oh, of course, yes. Michael B. Jordan cannot act. Best, but, like, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> somebody was like, somebody was like, we need them and we need a black person who does just solely um, I think they were saying like action films and it could be Michael B. Jordan. And I was like, one, Michael B. Jordan can't act. Two, we already have The Rock. I mean... Is The Rock black though? Yeah. Oh, I, I, know, I know that he's, he's black. No, quite literally. I know that he's black, but like... The and Rock always black, plays... Like... The thing is, The Rock always plays somebody white on film. And I don't yeah. know how he does that as a black person. <laughs> It's because he refuses to let his hair grow beyond like a ball fade. So like the nigger can't <laughs> jump out. I'm screaming. Cause I'm just like before Black Lives Matter last year, I'm just like, did we really hear anything about The Rock being black? Mm-hmm. I mean the Rock The Rock had a black type of swag as a wrestler. His dad dad was a black wrestler, but like once his dad retired, that was not a thing that came up anymore. He was just the rock. But he was one second. What what does this say? He won the first WWE championship in 1998, becoming the promotion's first African American world champion. Okay, so it says on Wikipedia he African American. So but but does he know that for someone? Like did he write that? mm -hmm. (laughs) Did he write that? He's someone. He, I don't, I don't think that he necessarily lives in his blackness to the same degree as he, in his Samoanness. His what? The from the islands, like Samoa. Oh, Samoa. Okay, I did not like. I was like, from where? I was like, 
I'm used sorry. to say Samoa too. I didn't take geography. They, in they were like, it's it's Samoa. So I was like, okay, oh, I, I got it now. I'm you sure it's not Samoa? The like the Isle of Samoa. A native, a native Samoan told me that they're not Samoans, that they're Samoans. Samoans. We are just stupid Americans. Got it? That Quite flows literally. a little bit better now that you say it out loud. Samoans. That does work better. Why do Americans do stuff like that? Because evil. Just start mispronouncing things and saying that's what it is. So, but y'all heard about... Um, Bill and, Mel- Bill and Melinda. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is, what? My thing is like y'all have been billionaires for, out of the twenty-seven year of marriage. Y'all have been billionaires for at least the last twenty. What happened in the last year <laughs> that sent feel... y'all over the edge? Well, I feel like. Couples like that may like like just like be- the Bezoses. I feel like they have been separated for a while. And well, Jeff Bezos was point. cheating out the ass. Well, who's to say Bill wasn't shucking and jiving too? Bill, <laughs> old ass. I wish Bill Gates would be cheating on somebody. Who you cheating on? For what? If I'm Bill gonna... Gates today was like, come on, I would go. But <laughs> honestly, <laughs> you I know what? Say... How old is Bill Gates? Bill Gates, they have to be in like their 70s. My thing is just like, yeah, they're old. Let's see. I, did they, do y'all really think it was because they were forced to be around each other probably for the last year? They were just like, eh, we can't do this. He's only 65. Okay. The settlement must have been agreeable at this point where they're like, okay, we can go now. But like things like that with that type of like a, an estate takes a while to divide up. So they've probably been separated for a while, but they wait for things to end amicably. I don't think that they just recently decided they wanted to go their separate ways. Yeah, I don't Um, think it was random either. Because, you know, they got that whole foundation that they have to split up now. Exactly. Maybe that's why they stopped offering it. They stopped making, like, Gates scholars. Ooh. They had to refinance, child. They had to regulate. You know what I think it low-key is? (laughs) All of these billionaires are getting divorces because, like, low, low key, I feel a shift is going to happen in society where billionaires are going to start being taxed out the ass because that just makes sense at this point. Like, you can't, you literally are just going to kill everyone at this point just because you want to, like, you don't want the billionaires to pay taxes and stuff like that. I feel billionaire couples see that as, like, they're going to take away half of my fortune. Let me get out of this now so I can keep my money. And I'm like, I feel it's partially that. But I'm going to have to see what Melinda Gates does. Melinda Gates needs to link up with um, what's Jeff Bezos' ex-wife and start donating that McKenzie. HBCUs. McKenzie. Mm-hmm. Miss Scott. Because, <laughs> listen, what does Melinda Gates do? That's crazy. I can't imagine being married for 27 years and getting a divorce. Like, <laughs> she... How do y'all feel about that? Could y'all be in like a whole relationship for 30 years and then break up? Yes. I yeah, I don't think I would get married again. I don't think I could do that. But like, I would like to find companionship again. I don't think I would want to be at that age and like be single unwillingly. Um, but like, I, I would I, obviously I would like try my hardest not to. But if it's really not working for me after 30 years, I will go. I'm not going to stay somewhere I'm not wanted. 
that's I gotta I gotta because mm. I don't know I'm in my first relationship and I've only been with them for about six months or so now and it's just like hmm it's been a, we've invested a lot of time here so uh, don't go nowhere because but that time could be invested with another person and you'd have longer funner happier times in the words of Karen Huger, my relationship is an institution. So, um, yes. No. Yeah. And and no. what did Nene say? My man, my man, my man. My man, my <laughs> Don't mess with my mama, my man, my man. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Is that was uh, that Lonathia? Yes. Yeah, Don't yeah. She was talking about man. candy. Don't talk about my man. No. That's my I'm man. saying that That's impression that <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> that was Lanithia impersonating Candy. Ah, yes. Ugh, I miss Real Housewives. I know we talk about this on reality, but I feel like we're going to talk more about Potomac on reality. They're coming back. Oh, happy birthday, Karen Huger, the Grand Dame. Happy birthday to the Grand Dame for sure. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about Atlanta for a second? Of course. Can we? Did we watch the reunion? I watched part one. I didn't watch the most recent one. I'm Me bored. Either. I didn't catch that. I'm very bored. They it was a boring have, season. They don't have any main personalities. Like, and it's it's it says something when like Portia is the like the one running things. Uh. <laughs> and that's that's no shade. It's just like <laughs> you were a side. You were like you were like a like a, a B level character up until like the A's like left or did something else. And like I think it shows. There's not some like there, Kenya won't be it. She's just too much like of herself for her to be that like you know engaging. But like there's no one that's like driving the show right literally. Now. And it's sad because we need a Nini, but I hear Sheree's coming back. Now that the bone collector, the, the bone, bone collector, collector could do it. You know, <laughs> low, low key. Speaking of reality shows, Bad Girls Club. There's some, there's some Twitter gay fighting the air right now watching an episode. You know, <laughs> why does it have to be a Twitter gay fighting the air? <laughs> Because that's the first thing that comes into my mind when you say that show. No, because they just dropped season seven, nine, ten, and fifteen on Hulu. Also, Back. why are they still filming? Like, why? Like, you, you, forty years old. Oh no, they're not. Oh wait, they are still filming on Zeus, aren't they? Yes, they have yeah. a show. Well, I hope they're getting their royalties. I mean, it's honestly Natalie and a few of the other girls in a house just being old and screaming and stuff. Oh. Zeus, low key, low key, oh. Lord, oh my god, Lord, <laughs> the gutter, the, the gutter, the ghetto. It's so hood. That Jocelyn show, I've done seen the same white girl get punched three times on the TL. Like, what is going on with <laughs> Jocelyn and that show of hers? Y'all saw I'm her go off on Wendy Williams that. the other week. Okay, so I feel like Jocelyn had a, a slither of a point 
because I feel like she is like a reality TV icon. But how dare you? How dare you do that to Wendy Williams? But my thing is, Wendy Williams in her right is a legend. So exactly. My thing is just like I don't think Jocelyn is on Wendy Williams level to be talking like that. Like, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Jocelyn's always upset. And I thought Jocelyn was in a better place. I thought Jocelyn was like, you know, calmer now. But like after that whole showing, it was just like, what was that all for? I think she's bitter. I think that she's bitter that like the generation of loving hip hop people after her popped and like they're playing in like the playground that she built. And it's true. Like mm. there, there wouldn't necessarily be a lane for a Cardi B to be successful on Love and Hip Hop. Cardi B could be successful anywhere else, but it wouldn't necessarily happen on Love and Hip Hop if like the fan base hadn't been built up by Atlanta already. And yeah. she did that. And like in terms of like, I don't even want to get into that piece, but like Afro Latinx, Afro Latinx like rappers coming mm-hmm. up, like I know. I know that like she fully believed that that was her lane and that was how she was going to come up and to watch somebody else on like a sister brand do it. Oh yeah. Oh, you feel Cardi took Jocelyn's bag. I don't necessarily think that she took her bag, but I think that like Jocelyn may feel that way about it. Mm-hmm. I can, I see, can see that. But I also think like Jocelyn just is Jocelyn because it's like Cardi's come up was so much more organic I feel like because mm-hmm. Cardi could actually rap um, I feel like Jocelyn wasn't in on the joke mm-hmm. so to speak with her storylines which is unfortunate and the lane she was given in the show she kind of just ran with it and I mean she did good with it but I feel like that's where the disconnect is between the two of them where it's like Cardi's at least it was more intentional Whereas Jocelyn was more so like the fodder of like Mimi and Stevie J's relationship. You know, I'm not going to lie. I like Stingy with my cootie cat. I was going to say, I'm Stingy with my cootie cat. cat. Good God. Stingy with my cootie cat. Stingy with my cootie cat. Good God. That one did it for me. It did. That one definitely. It could have been a hit. It could have been a hit. And she has like one more song. I think it's it's mostly in Spanish. Um, that one, like, is she okay? That's I think that's her lane. If she did like like mostly music in Spanish, I think that it may have happened. But you like know, she wanted to like stingy with my cootie cat and like other stuff. Oh uh, wait, what was that one? This is one clip of her like practicing with dancing. It was like, um, what did she say? She was like, uh, "Ho, I am TV." Wake up in the morning, first thing I get is a chat. <laughs> Listen. But you know who's doing it big also that could, like, I feel like Jocelyn Hernandez could have had a career so- similar to Spice. Okay, but Spice came over here and became something else, but, like, abroad, Spice is huge. Spice is like, very big abroad. And I don't think that people here, like, necessarily know <laughs> like just Spice, how big of like, a deal she is. Spice be selling out stadiums in certain countries. Like, Spice, like, listen, when Somi like it, hit, hit, listen. Mm. Yeah. Waistline. Yeah. Waistline. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I hurt my waist um, lifting a couch this week. I hope it works, like, by the time the summer starts, because, woof, child. How are you feeling that. about this summer? You're going to be in the area, Trey. We're going to have to show you around. Oh, I, yeah, I'm fully vaccinated and 
I'm uh, gonna be cautious. Her. I'm gonna be cautious. But I being somewhere new for the first time, I need to I need to learn the place. I need to explore. So I am trying to be outside with the mask on and distance this summer with friends. That's right. Um, you know, because I didn't get it at 21. <laughs> that, was, that was the summer I turned 21 where the pandemic started. So like, really? 22. Yeah. Poor yeah, baby. I turned. I'm only 22. So. Oh, baby. Oh. Oh. Mm. oh. Okay, Wyatt. I'm older oh. than you. Oh. 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 Okay, mom. <laughs> Her seniority. Okay. There it is. But um, wow, damn, you really haven't. Damn, no bars or anything, or lounges <laughs> or clubs. Damn, that's uh, crazy. Cause no. I had a full like the pandemic started when I was actually twenty. I was twenty three already. Cause my birthday's in January, so I I was already I was out the house for a minute. I was on the I was low key on the wind down. I was like, all right, I'm getting tired of going out every week. I'm need to start my liver's tired now like stuff of that nature so that definitely happened but wow you really haven't gotten the nightlife no i don't know what life is like i didn't get a graduation and then i just came home <laughs> wait where did you go to school closed. um tufts university um it's outside of boston oh, okay so you went up north okay okay yeah Okay. Chicago. We were talking about different because this is what you're going to encounter when you come to the DMV. The DMV, Black folk, it's a different vibe. We were talking about on other episodes how like we went to our universities and how you can always find somebody that's from the DMV but once you meet somebody from like a different area, they're like just very weird. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. I'll say that. People that I met from the DMV, like, well, actually, people I met from the DMV are one category. People from Baltimore or Merlin are, yes. like, there are their own people. <laughs> like, in um, different culture. And, like, there's there's similarities, but, like, the, there's different cultural markers, too. Yeah. Um, Black people on the East Coast? No. <laughs> wow, so... you don't like us? You don't vibe us? I don't necessarily consider y'all, like, Northeast, though. Like, We're, like, Mid-Atlantic. Exactly. Like, see, I and I see a difference there. Like people in the Northeast are so cold. And, yeah, like, I don't I, like. Like, yeah, we were talking about that. New Yorkers are either like extremely aggressive or not, or like the complete opposite of it. Um, and there's no in between with them. What do we say about people from Chicago? They're always chill, typically. I never met like a weird person from the, the Midwest from or Chicago, Chicago that really. I've met are personally okay. Yeah. They work. I I think that we bring like good energy. Like I haven't met somebody from Chicago that's been a lame. Fair. Or a goofy. And that's the thing. You it's know goofy, California yes. has so many goofy <laughs> black people and I don't know why. They California and New Jersey. Ooh. Oh my goodness, New Jersey. Y'all got it. California and New Jersey. I'm like, what is going on? What is in the water? Get it together. <laughs> Quite literally, like, I was always going at it with somebody either from Jersey, Connecticut, or some <laughs> obscure place like Texas. I'm like, why are y'all so weird? <laughs> how are obscure, you from like Connecticut? <laughs> no, like, how? No, literally, how are you from Connecticut? Like, <laughs> Connecticut is a highway. 
<laughs> you go through Connecticut, like quite literally another state you go through. I've never met someone from Delaware. Okay, y'all. So don't do this. So Have you ever I've... met someone from Delaware? Yes, I did not. Okay, so I'll be completely honest. I didn't meet no black people lived in those states until I went to college. And they are like, they're niggas from Delaware and Connecticut. But what do you do in Delaware? You've driven through Delaware before, right? I don't know, but they have hoods and shit, apparently. Like, where do you, like, my thing is like, maybe I'm. That's another thing. Maybe Mm -hmm. this is a first world problem. Maybe this is a city problem. But if I'm in Delaware, where am I going to the, where am I going to the bar? Where is there a lounge? Where is there somewhere for me to do hookah and listen to music and have camaraderie with my friends? Where do I do that along three in Delaware? I mean, there there are people there. <laughs> you keep saying there. But are I will say the black <laughs> the black people in Connecticut are like rich. They got money. Where? I, mean, I don't know, but I've met like four to five black people from Connecticut, and they're well off. Child. Upper middle class black people, you know, they're cool, you know, regular niggas, but you know, they got bread. And then the people from Delaware, you know, I almost liken it to PG almost, like the way they carry themselves and stuff. But like I said, you wouldn't know it because it's it's Delaware. Delaware. Like Delaware. So interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Like you don't what is in like I I I've driven through Delaware many of many times along the major highways and along like, you know, you go the local route sometimes when you go in north when you wanna Avoid I-95, you take the Bay Bridge and then you go over and then you take it that way. I've been through that and I'm just like, it's farms. <laughs> now, I will say I've never met a black person from Vermont. So listeners, if y'all know any black people from Vermont, where do y'all get y'all hair done? Let now, I will say I've never met black people from Vermont, but white people from Vermont, oh, they're so very cool. chill, very chill. I don't know what Bernie Sanders has up in that water up there, but they be cooling all the time. They were like, like there was this one white girl who went to St. John's. She was from Vermont. She was just like the sweetest, like just spoke in a very soft tone and was just like, just, I'm so sorry. These girls, I know. It's just like, I, I loved her. I was just like, oh, I hope she's doing well these days. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. Shout out to Liz. Shout out to her. Liz from Vermont, we love you, girl. But also, outside of Illinois, outside of Chicago, in Illinois, where do black people live? Um, okay, well, a lot of a lot of us have made the transition into Indiana, so a lot of my okay. family, like they now live like in Gary or in like um, uh, I don't know what their I don't know what their suburbs are called, but like they live over there because a lot of us like are, are, live in the border. I originally like grew up and was born in chicago but like lived in calumet city which mm-hmm. is like on the the eastern border of illinois and indiana and like from there people like make their choices to whether they want to live closer into the city or like in indiana but then outside of like the chicagoland area i know like some niggas live like <laughs> <laughs> some niggas live in like um springfield um some niggas live in normal um i, I think that's weird but like other than like, <laughs> other than like Springfield and Peoria, like every other part of the state is red, um, and wow. you, you feel like you're in a red state if you leave those areas. 
It's really it's um, crazy how like Chicago carries the vote. Yeah, just because my thing is, oh, I knew a white. I, no, I knew a black girl from Waukegan. It's scary out there. Oh, <laughs> oh I no! I don't go over there unless I need to. Um, I and I don't need to. Waukegan. Yeah. Oh wow. But besides that, that's all I knew. Just I knew a lot of people from Chicago during college and stuff like that. That's the thing about I will say about the DMV about like this entire area. It's like it's all black, <laughs> and that's what I love about it. It's just like in like in major cities, like there's always going to be white. You know, you have to interact with your doctor's gonna be white. You go to like the pharmacist, the pharmacist white. Those people like in the DMV. I like going to the grocery store. The grocery store, the you know, the checker outer. What do you call those people? Um, what is the name? The cashier. The cashier. There we go. Uh-huh. The cashier. They're black. I go to the bank. My teller is black. I go to get my car fixed. They're black. I go to the dealership. They're black. I go to. I go to my doctor's. They're black. I go to my dentist. She's black. Um, like that's something about the DMV that I really love is that it's black and like I really didn't have to deal with like real racism until I left because it's just like there's not enough white people to do that here (laughs) well at least like in PG now there's a bunch of white people in DC Um, it didn't used to be like that like when I first moved around here around 2002-ish 2003-ish this DC was black down. Like, do you remember that, Amber? It was a time, and then things started to change, and buildings got bought, and apartments got built. Huh. It all went south when love closed down. You know, that iconic set of clubs. That I love, would never get to go to. Love My God. Fur and what was the other one? You had Lux Lounge for the grown and sexy. Lux Lounge. Um, the what star. else was there? Ugh. Oh my goodness. And we just will not be able to experience it because white people don't like gunfire. So too close to my um, motherfucking um, Whole Foods. So you saw that shit, right? disgusting we live uh, by whole foods how could this happen over here no literally i'm just like because you're living off of h street my nigga like i don't know where I, you thought you were like oh even i know that like, <laughs> so <laughs> like <laughs> no but like now that all those white people live there like look at statehood like on the map like no literally now but only I just... now I low-key encourage all of my DC listeners who live in a hood, shoot into the air about three or four times, about twice a week, so you can keep the white people out. It's summertime. Bring the bikes out just because. Bring Put the a baby on out. the bike, you know? Get them really shook up. I want to hear, I want to hear boom boxes going off. I want to hear, I want to hear, I want to hear some loud go-go out in the street. Make these white folk uncomfortable this summer, y'all. Because they're coming, and they're coming in hot and heavy. Don't you know that they're finally talking about having a flat fare for Metro of $2? What? And I'm like, that is where I draw the line. Because when the city was 80% black, we had to pay $5 one way. 
Are you serious? You never taken Metro Amber? (laughs) No, I do, but I didn't realize that they were proposing that. Yes. It's funny that you mentioned that, given that half of the routes that service, you know, the outskirts of the city where the rest of the colored folk live are being cut. So, you know, things add up. No, quite literally. They were talking about. I heard Biden did say that in the package. They did. We all going to keep everything open, thankfully. I guess Biden did one thing that was okay, but still. <laughs> um, yeah, I, um, DC, you're going to love it, Loki. We're going to have to, like, put you, like, I know you're going to school in Baltimore, but we're going to have to put you, like, somewhere in between, like, have a cute Laurel, you know? That's ideal. Like, I want to be able to, like, travel between you know, you'd be able to hop on a cute 295, get up to school, 295 be in D.C., like 20 minutes each way. It's real cute. Have your fun. You know, we'll get on Zillow together after the call, you know. It'll be real cute. That's fine. <laughs> <Her>. <laughs> Ciao. But it sounds like it's about that time. Time to wrap it on up. I had a wrap, good time. Wrap, wrap it on up. Ciao. We're going to definitely have you back, Trey, because we really do love you. Like, it's been a hoot and a half. And a half. Just such insightful conversation. Very smart. Just, ah, I love the vibes. Young, gifted, I'm and so black. Glad. Listen, come on, DC3. Ciao. Mm. <laughs> but let's sign on out. Who wants to go first? Trey, do you want to sign out? Give your tag. Who you, well, just, yeah, just. Where to follow you, where to find you, things you're doing, projects. Okay, cool. Um, projects. Okay, I just recently directed a black graduation, so I'm just getting over that. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was a whole lift and a half. Um, but to keep up with me and my and my new journey is I'm about to start grad school at Johns Hopkins. I know you that's can right. Keep up with me um, on Instagram t-r-e-b-r-a-c-e-y period um you all know the drill follow me or send me money at be pimpin um have a blessed week and as usual this is amber oh and i guess that just leaves me i'm Wyatt has spoken on all social media platforms follow me swallow me drip down the side of me <laughs> um antonio will be back next week and yeah we might have another guest co-host next week because that's just how we're doing it this season. Period. 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 About to be hot girl Bye. summer. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. See y'all.